grace, mercy, and peace be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ the Father's Son, in truth and love. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we are reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. If you would like to buy or download To Be a Christian, the official catechism of the Anglican Church in North America, head to anglicanchurch.net slash catechism. As always, we encourage you to reflect on the catechism question and answer as we hear from the Holy Scripture readings and search for points of insight, deeper truth, and meaning for your lives. Today is day 90, and we are studying the third article of the Apostles' Creed. We are in the 13th line, I believe in the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, we answered, what is the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Today, we are in question 90, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? We will be reading from Luke chapter 11, Romans chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Ephesians chapter 4, and 1 Peter chapter 4. Today we will conclude by praying the first collect for the day of Pentecost. Question 90. What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Among the many gifts of the Holy Spirit named in the New Testament are faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, other languages, that is, tongues, the interpretation of other languages, and the words of wisdom and knowledge. The Spirit distributes gifts to individuals as He wills for the sake of the body of Christ. Other gifts in the New Testament include administration, service, encouragement, evangelism, teaching, giving, leadership, and mercy. Jesus promises that the Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Luke chapter 11 verse 13. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 3 through 8. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 7 through 31. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each one individually as he wills. For just as the body is one and has many members, 
and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of a body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor, and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honorable, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ, and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? but earnestly desire the higher gifts. And I will show you a still more excellent way. St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 through 11. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, When he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to them. In saying, he ascended, what does it mean but that he also descended into the lower regions, the earth? He who descended is the one who also ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. The First Epistle of St. Peter, chapter 4, verses 10 through 11. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. Whoever speaks, as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves, as one who serves by the strength that God supplies in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Question 90. What are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Among the many gifts of the Holy Spirit named in the New Testament are faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, other languages, that is tongues, and interpretations of other languages, and words of wisdom and knowledge. The Spirit distributes gifts to individuals as He wills for the sake of the body of Christ. Other gifts in the New Testament include administration, service, encouragement, evangelism, teaching, giving, leadership, and mercy. Jesus promises that the Father will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. The First Collect for the Day of Pentecost Almighty God, on this day, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, 
that by preaching of the gospel your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen.